Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman. Ah, ho, ho, ho. Christmas cookies. Yeah. In my face. I've eaten... I've, I've been watching my gut expand like I'm telling Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. Oh, we're not fucking talking about what? Santa Claus again. Last... <laughs> I got it out. Last episode, that was it. Okay. Off of that BS. But, but seriously, like, you go home for the holidays, you eat a lot, maybe you eat a lot of cookies, maybe you eat way your own body weight in cookies. Yeah. So, Chocolate loving. We're back to Western New York. I've had like a sinus infection this whole week, and I've been just like, ah, it's been affecting me. But the Christmas spirit, Eric, I'm riding high on it. Yes, Christmas is awesome for hanging out with family and embarrassing them. What are you talking about? I don't know. We should all rip on each other. That's that's very true. And there's lots and lots of farting. Yeah. All normal social etiquette rules of farting do not apply <laughs> to your old house at Christmas time. We're all sitting around playing video games, watching movies, and everyone's just fucking ripping farts. Like there's eight people sitting around, Yuletide logging it. Like, it's gross. <laughs> and it's like normally, if you have to fart, you save it for the bathroom, save it for the outside, save it for your basement. But everyone here is like, ah, eh, fuck it, these guys are family. And just like lifting legs and pointing directions and blowing it. Well, that, that, I, mean, I mean, it became its own game. Here we are, like, gaming on this gigantic U-shaped couch. Yeah. And that was, that was the, uh, the, the meta game, if you will. That was that, like, who ripped that one? That was the problem. Yeah, we were on a U-shaped couch, so it's like all farts are contained. <laughs> like, they don't blow away. You, could aim, you can't aim at any... You have to aim at a person. Yeah. It's not going to go anywhere. It's like a choke point. So, <laughs> it's just... It's fucking deadly. And yeah, at first, people were, like, trying to hide them. They'd mm-hmm. like sit on their farts and just be like, "Oh, what was that?" And now, and then towards the end, people just stand up and do the shimmy shake, <laughs> and we're blowing your face. Yeah. So like, it was just getting bad. And plus, of course, everyone's just rearming themselves with eggs, scrambled eggs in the morning, oh, chicken sure. wing dip at night, Indian food, and just tons and tons of Christmas and chocolates. I mean, anything that make you gassy. I mean, like soda. Yeah. Uh, it was just nonstop. You know, I, I I drank like one beer this whole time. It was just nonstop, like chocolate, soda, and uh, greasy breakfast food. All right, those farts were so bad we couldn't let our kids come downstairs. Really, like, <laughs> I would, like fuck them up. You know, they would have gotten carbon monoxide poisoning or something. It'd been See, over. <laughs> I think a couple of the dogs too were like, "Oh, get out of here." Yeah, yeah, definitely. They didn't the, stick around. the one dog did slump over. It was like the canary in the coal mine. <laughs> That little dog Gary was like, we're like, oh, oh no, we what have we done? <laughs> Too many farts. Yeah, you know the dog. You know it's bad when the dog who rips the nastiest farts has to go. Yes, he just passed out and would not wake up. Yeah, but seriously, I, I've had the the theme to uh, the Nintendo Land stuck in my head. Oh yeah, I can't do it right now. But yeah, all we did was play Nintendo Land because for the first time in 25 years, our parents did not buy us a video game for Christmas. Yeah, weird. But you know, you know, in their defense, Mario Kart, the new Mario Kart, doesn't come out for a couple weeks. There is no defense. <sighs> the first time since the '80s we didn't get video games for Christmas. We run a goddamn podcast about <laughs> video games and movies and other shit. Yeah. So we had to take. So we already owned Mario Three Three D World and Nintendo Land. So we just played the shit out of them. And Jared, Jared, being like the greatest and yet most stereotypical GameStop customer of all time is just like oh uh oh we had fun playing that one well i'm just gonna return it now and uh get a new game and then we'll play that for a day yeah and return that (laughs) one too yeah so we beat mario 3d worlds so as we told you we got close on thanksgiving so this time we finished it off there's actually still a lot to do yeah but you know we're not completionists we don't care about like that 
In fact, like finding up finding the stars was was a, definitely a chore. Thank yeah. goodness uh, Nintendo kept it fresh. You know, like with all these different varying levels, different gameplay. You yeah. know, and it wasn't it wasn't like God, like the worst Mario's to try and max out were Mario um, Mario Sunshine. Mm-hmm. You had to get like almost every single star in order to fight Bowser. This one was like you had to get like 170. Yeah. Out of maybe maybe 200, 200 maybe more than I would that. Say yeah. maybe that. It w- it wasn't that bad. And we got Tanuki suits. And suits. anyone that wants to hate on Tanuki, go fuck yourself because they're cool <laughs> and they you, helped you, us you, enjoy the game and beat it, and we otherwise wouldn't have. So whatever. And I just wish I had a Tanuki suit in real life, man. Yeah. I just run by cars to come by, I just fucking punch a car, <laughs> and just like pop it. You know, it's like I go into uh, you know, I wouldn't use an oven mitt when I took the pizza out of the oven. Mm-hmm. I just have my Tanuki suit on, pull it out. Allah! You just you just destroy the pizza though. He's like, oh pizza, yeah. Luigi did it. I love playing as Luigi the whole time. I was I kept trying to say stuff as Luigi to like make people mess up. So I was like I was like, Oh, Luigi liked to choke himself when he masturbates <laughs> See if anyone would just like throw up. Uh, and Luigi wound up being the MVP because yeah. we played the last level, the the uh, the Bowser fight level, like God, it had to be at least fifty times. At least fifty Tanuki suit times. Yeah. And and we're talking about the white Tanuki suits. Yeah. You know, with the white power Tanuki suits to make you, <laughs> to make, to make you invincible uh, to yeah. any and all damage, except, yeah. except for falling into lava and or off of cliffs. That's true. So, and it, that and it, that's where you usually die. So. It can't save you from your own stupidity. Yeah, it just it just makes platforming a little bit easier by you can ignore monsters and like um, rolly spikes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that was cool and. Spoiler alert, Bowser turns into a giant cat at the end. I know. He it, puts on a cat suit. <laughs> it was actually, I thought it was so great because like you play with these new powers the whole time. Turn to like a cat suit. You got like the clones. Mm-hmm. The You know, you, have, you can have up to like a ton of yourself running around. And so Bowser's like, me too, fuckers. Yeah. And he put, and he's like, he gets the cat power up and he gets the clone power up. So the last screen, uh, the last screen is like a ton of gigantic cat suit bowsers all attacking all at the same time yeah that was pretty cool it's crazy true that we probably would have beat the game earlier but we're always dicks to each other we're yeah. like we're like riding we're all, we're all on like a platform and we're randomly picking each other up and throwing each other into lava it's just like i think you were the worst of that you were guilty what? you just like randomly pick people up and well, it's because I get, uh, throw them off cliffs it's because i figured it out <laughs> quicker than anybody else people always ask me how do you pick somebody up chad i'm like i don't know no, yeah. no, but seriously, it got a little out of hand. Like, uh, you know, the first night we were playing, I got so mad because our brother Jared is like the. Here's a sports analogy. He is the Matthew Barnaby of video games. No one's gonna understand that. No, he he can't he, use a buffalo saber as an okay. analogy. <laughs> he's he, he's he's the guy who's always smiling, always picking on you, always antagonizing you until like just to get a rise out of you, and then as soon as you do, he's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know, man. I think you get pretty sensitive when it comes to video games. We all just rip on everybody. It's like the first, fart rule. First, it was like, oh, Chad, every single round, it was like, oh, Chad's fucking us over, or, or oh, let's all gang up on him. And then finally, it's like, finally, I retaliate, and they're like, oh, my God, he's gone too far. Yeah, yeah. Chad's the kind of guy that you pick on him, and then he shoots you. Exactly. <laughs> so, I wore a black trench coat in high school. Chad, just, everybody. <laughs> Chad just rage quitted on us. So <sighs> I just had enough. He, like when when he when he questioned my honor, that that crossed the line. Well, your honor needed to be questioned, Chad. <sighs> Whatever. So after we played Mario 3D World, then uh, we took it to GameStop and returned it for Rayman. Right. The new Rayman. And that was actually I gotta tell you, uh, 
out of all the games we played, I would pick up a Wii U just for Rayman Legends because it it was so awesome just as a single person game. Yeah, as a four player multiplayer game or whatever, eh, I wasn't really into it. Like I think the worlds look really cool. The graphics look really cool. There are all those weird spiky monsters are grabbing and stuff. But I don't know. Maybe I need more structure. Maybe I need a little more Mario. After playing Mario, the Rayman worlds just seemed pointless. They were cool looking, mm-hmm. but you just randomly kept going until you got to the end, and then you went to the next weird world and got to the end. I just kind of got lost in it. So oh, well, wasn't really into it. I mean, like, all right. So I I paid attention. Uh, okay. So so every single time you ended a level. Um, it was very clear about like how many of the little fairy lum things yeah. that you captured, and that that amounts to what trophy that you get. Mm-hmm. So you can like get you know like a bronze, silver, gold trophy uh, for the level, and then you rescue dudes like uh, I think up to like eight or ten dudes uh-huh. throughout the entire level, and based on that, that's like tallying like stars in Mario to where like you unlock new characters and levels and challenges. Yeah, see I'm not into that. But I want to no, I want to beat the level, move on to the next level. I don't need I don't want to I'm saying it's like it's the same thing as Mario, like uh, instead of stars is like dudes that you rescue. Yeah, well, the only the best part of Rayman was the uh, the soccer mini game. It was called Kung Foot. Mm. Four player, or actually, it was like up to six players. No, six, five. No, six players. So, yeah, yeah. Although it, it, we only played a five player. Yes. Yeah. And so we played this soccer game, and it was just literally just a bouncing soccer ball and two goals, and you just slammed it and shoot all those goals, and it was a two minute time period, and we must have played that for like four hours. It was crazy, but it was also vicious as hell. Yeah, because you just beat the shit out of each other in Rayman. You just slap each other around rather than kicking the soccer ball. So, so there was tons of fights. So it's at one point it was me. Me and I think uh, Leah mm-hmm. versus Sarah, you, and Jared. Yeah. And for once, you dominated a sports video game. I know. I guess we can count this. Rayman Soccer is a sports video game. But the first time in your life, you were better than us at sports. Well, it was, it was the first time <laughs> where I didn't like abuse the check button in a mm-hmm. sports video game. I just timed all my shots. Yeah. And for a while, I think I figured it out quicker than, than everybody yeah, else. Because everybody was like, how is he doing that? Yeah. He yeah, must yeah. be cheating. Yeah, you definitely timed the jump button better. Yeah, no, and I figured out you could hold the jump button and have, like, a longer jump. Oh, you could? Yeah. I thought you just had to push up in the air. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? No wonder you were crushing us. I thought you just had to, I thought you had to hold the D-pad up to stay there longer. No, nah, you just hold, hold it down. Oh, see, this is bullshit, man. You come three days later, you come and tell what? us this. What? See, I knew you were cheating. I'm not telling you my advantage. I knew it. Trade secrets. <laughs> I fucking knew it. I didn't even know until the second day you could hold down the button for the extra slap. Oh, yeah. See, this is bullshit, Well, I had, to, I had to teach Sarah that because because she wound up being my goalie after a while. Ah, uh, see, no wonder we lost for a while. Well, it was like, it was like it was the only way I could hold on to to winning because Jared would just like hound me or yeah. hound the or hound the goalkeeper. Yeah, you just got to beat up the goaltender and then they can't they can't block the ball because they're on the ground yeah. going to the hospital. So it was like I was like, all right, all right. So I can I can just take being abused or I could keep all my. All my ancient horse trading secrets to myself. Yeah. So yeah, Rayman Bitch Soccer was probably my favorite part of that game. That was a lot of fun, and I, I should have looked up on the internet. Well, we didn't have time, but you know, there there might be some other cool four person stuff like that. Then I think we set the record for most games ever played in Nintendo Land. Oh yeah, in a in a twenty four hour period. <laughs> we just kept playing Nintendo Land because I mean you oh, could play God. five players. And you just rotate the controllers. We had like six people, so someone always got screwed in to give their controller up. If you sucked, if you got caught, if you got caught uh, fast in the maze or something, you got mm-hmm. kicked out. Or 
Well, we we played we played Sweet Day, which is the Animal Crossing game, more than anything else. Yeah, it was just so much fun. Like every single time was fun. I love playing that. That's the game where four people hop around and they got to eat a bunch of. You got to shake some fruit off of a tree and you got to eat all the fruit. But as you eat it, your face gets fucking huge. And meanwhile, there's two sentries, both controlled by the Wii U pad, and if they uh, tackle you three times, you lose. So I um. We had, and we had uh, created me's like we didn't create them we downloaded them yeah so I I was the guard I was the sentries and I was Robocop yeah yeah so I was Robocop and I was hunting down all the uh, Chad and the rest of our family in the forest who you guys were all sorts of people you were fat Steven Seagal at some point Spider-Man Sp- Spider-Man definitely uh, Garfield Garfield Spongebob Calvin and Hobbes yeah I mean like uh, our, I, I at one point I had the sentries and I was Iron Man yeah. Iron Man and War Machine. Oh, Admiral Akbar was a good one in there. Oh, so great. Yeah, so for, for hours at a time, I was Robocops, and I was just hunting them <laughs> down through the forest. And I was just a fucking chubby chaser. If you if you ate a bunch <laughs> of fruit and you were a super fat ass, I was just hunting you down, looking for people. And it's cool, though, the Wii U gamepad, because you have to control both uh, sentries, and you have got two, um, two sticks to do it with. So you have to kind of use them both at the same time, which is a little difficult. But to corral your victims into a corner and just fucking gang bang them. Yeah. So 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 when you gather more fruit, when you gather any fruit, your speed would go down. Initially, with no fruit, you start out quicker than the sentries. Yeah. But then when you get uh, more and more food into you, that you get way slower. So uh, eventually, there'd be like somebody who has like forty fruit, mm-hmm. like inside, and he's just like like this little bloated tick going, ah, 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 yeah. just trying to get away from uh, from the sentries. Yeah, and then Robocop comes and sees him holding the fruit and says, "Drop it." Yeah, and you can barf the fruit out. That was the best part. It was like it's kind of risk versus reward. Like the sentries hit you with the fruit, you lose. A lot of fruit, it just disappears forever. Or you could just barf it out onto the ground and come back for it later. I like that. I like that this game that the main feature is puke and rally. <laughs> Any video game that involves puke and rally, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. So we just played that over and over and over again, and stuff. And to be, and you know what? I didn't cheat because I I would lose, and I'd be like, "Where the hell are you guys hiding?" And I'd look up at the actual TV screen, and be like, "Oh, yeah. you were in the corner. I missed it." I mean, we could go we could go forever about our techniques, but basically, basically at being a non-century person for forever, this was mm-hmm. our strategy. We would run straight to the bottom of the screen, mm-hmm. and then you'd go left or right looking for a three tree, right? Like, because the the trees that take take three people to unlock give you fifteen fruit, yeah. and all you need is like thirty-five or forty fruit to win. Mm-hmm. So and then if we're like we just try and find something, and then we would run either left or right. Uh, once Eric started hunting us just trying to unlock more fruit uh, unlock the most fruit possible and then try and like juke eric yes. to get back to the fruit and eat it all quick. which was hard to do because i'm robocop and there's two of me yeah. and this there, there's two levels of pick from and one level has a patch of woods and i always say i'm like don't fucking go in the woods i own the woods <laughs> and one of those little guys would run it would wander into the woods and i just hunt them down and murder them in the woods Almost, I'd say 95% of the time, if you wandered in the woods, if you even went in the woods and then left the woods for two minutes, I could smell woods on you, and I would track <laughs> you down and kill you. Don't anyone go in my woods. I was like the big bad wolf just lurking in there. And if there was, a, if there was like a good patch of fruit on the other side, it was like, you better not risk it, because I'm coming for you. I'm lurking. <laughs> you wouldn't even see me. The, tree, the woods would look empty, and you'd walk in, and the second you walked in there, I'm like, robocopping. Oh, my God. So I can't believe this game is only twenty bucks because like there's like that sweet day the uh, the Luigi's Mansion game the and the uh, Mario uh, hide and hide and seek and mm-hmm. those are, like 
Dude, we'll be playing these games for like forever. Yeah, those are fun. Like the the whole the ghost thing where if you had the Wii gamepad, you you have a ghost on your screen and no one else can see you on the TV and you just hunt them down and they got a flashlight you to death. So we played the shit out of that game too. We, we might, I, I think we played uh, all the games about a thousand times total. Well, the original Wii U, Nintendo Land was bundled with it. Oh, well, there you go. That's and that's great. why, and that's that's why it's probably only twenty bucks now because now it's bundled with other games. Mm-hmm. So, so a lot a lot of people have already experienced the yeah. Nintendo Land that we have, but nah. we're here to say that we we're better at it than anyone. <laughs> we will crush your dreams. That's right. That's right. You, you know, think you're good? You're not. No way. I'll get you in the woods. <laughs> and I'm not just talking video games. If you go in the woods at home, I'll kill you. <laughs> I will kill you. I know where you are. Stay out of my woods. <laughs> <laughs> See, you'll just you'll just hear somebody with a bad RoboCop impression going, "Drop it." That's right. That's Dead or right. alive, you're coming with me for sex. <laughs> Damn. So that that was a lot of fun, and we also went out. We went out to the oldest of the old school movie theaters for our annual Hobbitathon. That's right. We saw the Hobbit two more Hobbit. Yeah, actually, it was like it was, honestly, it was less Hobbit. Yeah. The the amount of screen time that Bilbo Baggins gets, mm-hmm. and the amount of things that he does in this film. Are way low. Yeah, and and we were talking earlier. It, it reminded me of that TV show that uh, I shouldn't I shouldn't be alive. Oh really? There's this reality show where they're like, I think it's called I shouldn't be alive. Oh where, yeah, yeah. Where some guys like, oh yeah, I got a fucking nail gun through my face, <laughs> and uh, and the hospital said it missed my brain stuff by like an inch, and it didn't. But yeah, all these crazy like I got ran over a train in half, and I pushed myself together. There's still these all these crazy episodes of people they really <laughs> should be dead, but somehow they're not. Wow. And I feel like that's what the Hobbit was because, or you could call it Taken Three, mm-hmm. because the these dwarves they get kidnapped all the time in the first movie trolls and goblins kidnap them in the second movie spiders stupid elves <laughs> um uh even men yeah kind of kidnap them for a while it's like these dwarves suck man they're always getting kidnapped see and that's and that's why i feel like all right you built up the dwarves at like these these like super tough manly warriors but like they're you dumb. know yeah if you follow the story they're always getting their butts kicked yeah it's almost comical i guess if you look at it like a comedy which they try to do they try and have some of that marvel humor in these movies, they make like a lot of jokes. There's this one barrel riding sequence. It was my favorite. It was like 20 minutes of uh, they were trying to escape the elves, and they were all riding in barrels down a river. And for 20 minutes, they were in these barrels while not only elves were trying to recapture them, but orcs too. It was like a shitty video game. They're on both sides of the river, like <laughs> pew, 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 shooting their arrows and stuff. But I loved it. Oh, I just loved was... them going down the raging river fighting elves and orcs. It was it hilarious. Was, it was so ridiculous. And me- <clears throat> meanwhile, like old yet somehow younger Legolas. Is like running around with his elf girlfriend murdering orcs. You know, like I think like they killed more orcs like per second yeah. than in any other movie. Because yeah. they're just like they're just like ah, just throw it out the window, just kill everybody. Yeah, Legolas. Uh, what's that guy's name in real life? Orlando. Orlando Bloom. Bloom. Man, he Peter Jackson must owe him a favor or something. He's like, dude, I haven't been in a real good movie in years since the Pirates <laughs> franchise stopped. Could you possibly put me in here and make me look like a ninja assassin elf? Yeah. Even though there's no point to me being in the storyline, can you just please, please write me in? I'll suck your dick. And at and and the end of the movie, they're like, well, we're going to see him again in the next one. Yeah, they even made him like a badass anime guy. Like, he got in a fight with a major orc, and the orc, like, punched him in the face, and he's just like, no one makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, it's like, geez, this is kind of dumb. I mean, who knows? There's the, to me, like, <clears throat> 
the, the continuity that they stress between the original Lord of the Rings trilogy and now the Hobbit trilogy is is over the top ridiculous. Like they're like that like the whole time they're like shoving in your face like it's Aaron, it's Aaron. Huh. Hey, guess what? It's Aaron. Here he is. Here it's Aaron. In case you didn't know, recognize it, it's Aaron. Hey, look. Here's the nine, uh, the nine uh, humans. Yeah, the nine riders. Yep, yep. Guess what? That goes to and like all these clues and all these things. They're like, man, did Gandalf get like hit on like the top of the head after like over drinking one night and then forget everything for the beginning of the Lord of the Rings? Yeah, it's like the Star Wars prequels. They retroactively made people look stupid yeah. in the original movies, and that's kind of what these Hobbit ones are doing. They're making them look, making Gandalf look like an idiot. Or the, what was our, our our dad's analogy when they finally showed Sauron? What did he say? Oh, he said it was like a man coming out of a flaming vagina, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> over like, and over again. It was like the origin of Sauron's eyeball, <laughs> but then there was like the shadow of Sauron actually in it. So yeah, it flaming was, vagina. Weird. <laughs> Hobbit 2, flaming vagina. But my, you know, <laughs> I, I enjoyed the movie. I mean, small, all right. So the great points of the movie, Smog was actually pretty good. Smog is cool. Every time in any movie I've ever seen, when they make a dragon talk, it's stupid. Yeah. Stupid. This was cool. Yeah, this dragon looked amazing, and he talked, and it was awesome. Right, and the only thing that that kind of took away from that was the dwarves, uh, like they must have like pockets fulls of like invincibility stars because they're yeah. like, okay, everybody run straight at the dragon. It's okay, yeah. we're not going to die. He's huge and he can breathe fire, but we'll make it. It's cool. Yeah, and like they even construct <clears throat> this whole cockamamie plan to like hurt him in a yeah. way that's not really effective, but like they take like an hour to do it. Yeah, they're like, he's gonna breathe fire, but. Just jump behind this concrete pillar. It's like two foot wide. But as long as you're directly behind it, the fire in no way will melt your skin off your face or asphyxiate you. Because you're behind this little concrete pillar. Everything else around you will be melted, but somehow you'll be alive. Exactly. It's cool. It works. It's science. And there's so, so many times where he like, all right, all the dwarves are on top of something that's like 100, 200 feet tall. Yeah. And he like smog knocks it over and they're like, oh, keep keep running. We're cool. Yeah. Our, bo- We're fine. our bodies have made our sacks of jelly. We don't have bones to break, so we just get back up. We're cool. My my main beef with this movie is that, um, so the whole time I was like, don't think about the book, don't think about the book. Right. But then afterwards, I was like, they didn't give Bilbo credit for anything. Yeah, they never even once thanked him. They saved him from the spiders and the elves. I think maybe once at the elves, like one dude was like, thanks, bro. Not even really. He was just like, he was like, hey, Bilbo, yo, I totally have a boner for this elf chick. Yeah. That whole time was like, ah, who cares? No, but like. All right, in the book, Bilbo saves them from the spiders. Yep. But then he's like, he becomes a badass, and he's like, I'm gonna keep this ring on the whole time and kill a bunch of spiders and talk shit to them, and they're yeah. like, and they're all like, ah, oh, who is this thing? Kill him, kill him, and they just barely get out. Yeah, that's true. In this one, Legolas kills everyone. Exactly. He he kills a couple <clears throat> spiders and takes the ring off stupidly, yeah. which he does many times in the movie, including with Smog. He's like, I'm just gonna take the ring off and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, so they don't give him credit for, for, for that. Then he saves them from the elves. They don't give him credit for that. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, thanks a lot, jackass. Get in the back of the line. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and then they get to, uh, what should we call it, Lake Town, and they give Bard the credit for sneaking him into Lake Town. Yeah. You know, so it's like everything in the book, we're like, wow, the Hobbit <clears throat> is an actual awesome guy who went from like a nobody to like, you know, this badass that's way cooler than anybody else in the movie. Now he's just like some side character that who cares? And speaking of Bard, it was weird because oh, yeah. he, we all, we just, we also watched Fast and Furious 6 mm-hmm. for the first time. And he, and Bard is the bad guy in Fast and Furious 6. It was nice for all of us to watch Fast and Furious 6 and get like all caught up to speed. Because those movies just get, 
more ridiculous, but also more entertaining as they go. Mm. Yeah, you know, I uh, actually had a great time watching it. I was like, yeah. this is mindless action at its finest. And they somehow found a way to like write in all these street racers in street racing cars, saving oh. the day against like terrorists. It was so good. And like Vin Diesel doesn't have an acting range. He's no he his voice just gets lower and stuffier. Yeah. So when they were like, "All right, Vin Diesel, we need you to really emote here," and he's like, "Nothing's greater than family." And they're like, "Okay, all right, now, 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 you're really, 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 really upset." Nothing greater than family. <laughs> okay, now someone you like died, and this is probably the end of the line. Nothing greater than family. <laughs> you just can't. Like, he just gets so congested in that big nose or something, or like his throat. He just goes all gravelly, like, and you just you can't understand him after a while. Like he really, need, we need to close caption halfway through that well we the only reason we didn't is because he knew he was just going to talk about family yeah drink a shot every time he brings up family see and i, I think i said it during it it was like all right he got batman voice oh my god yeah it's so bad but but you know at the same time it's like who cares slightly gay that batman voice i would say well yeah yeah swear to me <laughs> where are the drugs it was it was a lot of fun the rock was great and, and like i think like we just stopped you know we we broke the movie rule because it got so ridiculous. The silence rule. We just started mm. commenting on how how dumb it was. It was good. They gave Tyrese a ton of funny lines. Oh yeah. Tyrese was killing it. He Tyrese had a lot and, of jokes. And Tyrese and Ludacris. Yeah. I was like, where's he been? Well, I mean, he's been in the last three movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he, he had better lines this time. Also, Ludacris is amazing with computers. Like all the all the things were like, all right, how do we find these thieves? All right, let me give me seven seconds on this computer. Uh, triangulate computer byte hit return. Got it. Okay, pretty sure they're gonna be over here. All right, let's drive really fast over here. Oh, they got away. Ludacris. All right, don't worry. All right, computer. Okay, star, comma run, comma eight, hit return. Okay, they're gonna go over to London now. Okay. Let's roll really fast over here. Oh no, they got away. Well, it's okay because one of them said the word Stacy, and uh, I dated a girl named Stacy in Batavia. Go to Batavia! I, lo- I love that they're like, like they, all right, they figured out an actual clue, which was, hey guys, check this out. None of the cameras in London's amazing camera system that's everywhere at every street were working during any of the things. Shall we go to the police about this? No, let's just go to the camera people and bust in their their noses a couple times. Yeah, and none of them figured this out because we're the smartest. <laughs> the more you drive a car fast, the smarter you get. Yeah, Scotland Yard, they couldn't figure out that camera stuff. They didn't even think about it. Exactly, and, and like, and even like, all right, they're like, like uh, the Rock squeezes the one guy's hand into the submission. He's like. You gonna show us those camera feeds? Yes, and they leave, and, and like, okay, it's done. And I immediately thought he's not gonna do shit. What are you, yeah. what are you talking about? That's he's gonna be cool. like, I'm tougher than the Rock, Ugh, and then not not do what you want. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it was it was mindless action, but it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed Fast and Furious Six. It was crazy. They had this uh, a chase scene in the airport on a runway. The runway was 200 miles long. <laughs> Because this, this plane, this plane was on a runway for like eighteen minutes of movie. Oh my god! Going, what would you say a plane would be going? Sixty miles per hour? A you know? <laughs> hundred miles per hour? I'm not sure, but oh, man, they were sure so on that bad. runway forever. It was that was the, that was the best set piece they had. You know, they went to like different countries, whatever. All of a sudden, they're like, they're like, all right, how do we take down the biggest plane in the world? With street racing, yeah, <laughs> go fast with the cars. That's how we roll. 
yeah, we roll like this. Oh man, my God. I, I mean, I like it. There's nothing that can't be solved with fast cars exactly. in these movies, man. <laughs> Shit, I'm out of money at the bank. Let's just drive really fast. Yeah. We'll figure something out. You no, know, even even like the rock, like punching people, wasn't enough. You had to race fast. I know. I just feel like you know, the next time there's unrest in the Middle East, Barack Obama is just gonna get like a souped up Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's drive really fast down there. We got it. Yeah, <laughs> well, the Barack Obama. That Jamie Foxx pulled off in the... Uh... No, 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 we can't talk about that. All right, all right, all right. I'll delete that, what we just said. You didn't hear it. You heard nothing. That was me Damn. slapping you. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what I do. You're going to hurt some people with that yeah. audio, man. All right, so so we had a great holiday. I hope you had a great holiday. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, just take the day off. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we just had fun hanging with the fam. Yeah. You know. Yeah, grabbing a Christmas tree... Yeah. Out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, it's like, and, you know, we're all together. And like Vin Diesel says, nothing greater <laughs> than family. Uh. So, uh, you know, he there's a little bit of Final Fantasy VI in all of our hearts. Oh, what, what does that mean? <laughs> family, love, fast cars. I don't know. <laughs> Deep Final voice. Final Fantasy VI? What? No, FF6. Fast and Furious Six. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I That's was like, how we I was like, it was more about like teenage pregnancy. No. Turn off your nerd. Turn off your nerd. No. It's FF6, man. Final Fantasy's gone. Yeah. It's Fast and Furious, That's yo. That's true. That's true. Final Fantasy is dead. And of course, you know, the worst kept secret, because we already knew this, but they reveal at the end that Final Fantasy VII, Jason Statham's yeah. the bad guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Transporter. Dude. Bam, baby. Transporter. No, no, no. I'm going to Transporter is the Sephiroth. To Vin Diesel's cloud in FF7. You better believe it. Nobody drives faster in movies than Jason Statham. Yeah. The Transporter movies, check. Uh, also, Death Race, True. check. No one drives faster than Jason Statham, I mean, dude. drive, right? Yeah. What was or it? Or what drive? was it called? No, sir. When he was like, uh, he needed to like hook his tongue up to some electrodes. Oh, crank, high crank, voltage or whatever. Crank, yeah. crank one and two. Jason Statham always drives hard and fast. Mm-hmm. So... I'm sorry, Vin Diesel. I know you're the executive producer in Final Fantasy VII, but you know, I don't see you winning this time. Well, check, check it out. It's like it's like they're it's like they're turning a franchise which was just about mindless action in slowly over decades into the Expendables. Except yeah. you get to see the whole process. Yeah, just keep adding cool dudes. Like man. like Final Fantasy thirteen, it's gonna be you know like twenty years from now, and Vin Diesel's gonna be like. In a wheelchair, or like street racing in a wheelchair, like yeah. I got some nitrous. <laughs> yeah, only one person in California has nitrous in their wheelchair, <laughs> and he's not part of my family. <laughs> That's some dumb. Even the ending was dumb. He's like, "This microchip is worth billions of dollars. I'll give it to you if you buy my probably less than ten thousand dollar home in the middle of the worst neighborhood of Los Angeles." Yeah, that's how we roll. God. We roll like this. Oh, shit. No one mowed the lawn. <laughs> Crap. There's probably homeless people banging in it all the time. And Vin, and, and, and we're just going to spoil this right out. In the beginning of the movie, Vin Diesel's was like, I'm living the life. I'm in Brazil. I got a hot Brazilian wife. Things are great. Got lots of money, street cars. He's like, oh, but wait. I'm going to give it all up so I can be with my brain-damaged uh, girlfriend yeah. from the movie from the previous movies who is now back. And we're going to live in the crummiest house on the planet. Yeah. Family. And she shows up in the end. She's just like, well, goodbye. Yeah. We're like, what? Was, it was the ultimate fantasy. Oh yeah, God. I'm okay with getting dumped. That's cool. <laughs> you go back with your ex. <laughs> it's like, come visit me in Brazil sometime. Come, give me you, a man. break. That's all you got to do. If you drive 120 miles per hour, you can just dump your current girlfriend and go back with your ex, and she'll totally tell you to do it. 
That's right. And he'd be like, I'm sorry, baby. She had brain damage. She doesn't remember anything. Like, no apologies necessary, sir. You just keep driving fast. So so it's like, all right, so uh, so she doesn't remember you or any of the time you spent together, and still you want to be with this woman? Yeah, even um, Jordana Brewster, who in the movie, like, Paul Walker and them get married and they have a kid and stuff. And they're just like, oh, man, I've got this new little baby. I should probably stay home and take care of him. And she's like, no, no, you go out with Vin Diesel and probably die trying to <laughs> trying to track down his ex-girlfriend who no one gives a shit about. She's like, I actually feel more comfortable that with you going. I mean, I've got a baby, and I could, you know, lose the husband, of, you know, the father of my child. But no, you go out with Vin Diesel. You go drive fast. That's the ultimate male fantasy. When you have a, when you have a kid and the, and the mother's just like, you go, home, you go out and have fun with your boys. I'll take care of the baby by myself. Yeah, yeah right. Let's yeah, drive right. fast. Let's drive fast. You heard it, boys. Let's roll out. Oh, my God. Someone call Ludacris. We need his computer amazing expert skills. Computer. Oh, my God. And the beginning movie where Tyrese is like, all right, I'm on a private plane with three hot chicks. We're going to roll up to some casino and like have the time of lives. And then he's like, wait a second, ladies. Bros before hoes. Yeah. Here's some coupons for a buffet. Yeah, he just got like his phone. He flipped up his phone and there was like a text from D- uh, Vin Diesel and it's like, family. <laughs> and he's like, oh no. Oh, it's a secret code word. We gotta crap, get out. Crap. We gotta go back. We gotta see what Vin Diesel's doing. And he didn't he, he didn't try and like sex with the ladies on the plane ride back. He's like, no ladies. Yeah. Uh-uh. I gotta get my mindset. Yeah. We're gonna drive fast on the ground. Oh my god. It's it was like, awesome. It's like, it's like that comedy uh, old school, except with driving fast. It was cool. I love Final Fantasy VI. Oh, God, now you got me saying it. <laughs> yeah. Fast and Furious Six. Looking forward to seven. Obviously, you know, unfortunately, Paul Walker died, so it's going to get... Yeah. Uh, instead of coming out this coming summer, it's going to come out April 2015. Can we, can we... Can they just, like write it back that he like became like a good dad and like went home and went like all right honey i got this one yeah yeah they call you know him up they're like yo we need you family and he's like no i can't do it he's like sorry man my kid is sick and they're like oh we cool but unfortunately i think they're probably just gonna murder him in oh the movie. man i don't know for sure because they well, said most of his scenes were already shot so i think they're gonna use it i don't know i guess it'll be morbidly interesting to maybe. see how they do it i mean you know like they did kill off jackie chan at the end of drunken master Mm. You know that series? Brain damage, and it was like they cut yeah. it out of the American release. It was so sad. Wow. So it was pretty cool. We had a good week. I really got to take a dump. Oh, good. So we're gonna oh, have to cut this uh, pretty short here. All right, all right. If any, if anybody, any of you maniacs who listen to thirty-four minutes of this podcast, uh, if any of you are going to Magfest, which is the greatest gamer con on the planet, come see me. I'll be in the film festival room running shit because uh, it's my festival. I curated it. Uh, and I will destroy you Mario Kart and now I'll destroy you at Nintendo Land 2 so you better bring it yeah peace Uh, bye bye Jumpman engage I find your lack of faith disturbing one shall stand one shall fall fatality